Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, you know who's right over there? It's my main man, Reggie. What's up, Reg? <laughs> hey, what's happening, Ken? What's going on, man? Uh, doing well, doing well. Uh, had a, a longer break between football games and what I normally like. But, uh, but yeah, we've got a... We, we've got the Miami Dolphins uh, coming around the corner, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – I will admit, man, it's a little weird um, when we don't have games on Sundays. Yeah. It, it, is, it is weird. And uh, especially – it's primarily during football season, right? Right, right. And uh, – but at the same time, it, it was kind of nice, if I'm being honest, uh, because football on Sunday pretty much takes up my day. And so to have Sunday – kind of free to do whatever it kind of felt a little bit nice i felt like i was on bye week kind of like the players you know yeah yeah well i mean so you you kind of had a semi bye week uh weekend then we got miami and then got a bye week right after miami yeah right so uh so you'll you'll get to taste that again in another uh two weeks week and a half or whatever uh, from the recording of this podcast yeah for Um, sure I, I, I want to get to the game. Uh, we'll talk about the upcoming Miami game. But uh, after the loss to Miami, I'm, I'm sorry, after the loss to the Cowboys, uh, the very next day on that Friday, Jack Del Rio and defensive backs coach got fired. And Ron Rivera is picking up, uh, adding to his head coaching duty, he's picking up the defensive coordinator perspe- uh, responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I don't think we're going to go from the worst defense to the, you know, to a top 10 defense by any means. But what what do you see? Anything good? Anything bad uh, in this change? I mean, we're, we're, we're all ready for uh, Jack Del Rio to go, right? Whether, whether that was five or six weeks ago last season or the day that it happened. But what do you what do you see from this? At this point, with Ron Rivera running things, Reg. Well, we we talked about it, and uh, I think I said on the on the last podcast, and I and I'm probably in the minority. I didn't see, I didn't think that firing Jack Del Rio with five games left in the season was going to make a big difference, and so I don't think that Ron calling plays is going to make a big difference. You know, the defense may look a little bit better. They, and when I mean better, meaning they're not having as much blown coverages. Maybe the tackling is a little bit better. And we might see some things that are different and we go, man, where has this been all season? Right. But I don't think it's going to make a huge impact in the results over the next few weeks. Um, you know, I, 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 I think if anything, we might sneak in and win a game that we probably didn't think we'd win. If the defense plays a little bit better. And from my perspective, that's going to mess up a draft pick, which at this point, that's all I'm looking forward to. Um, not not that I want us to look. Well, I can't say I want us to lose. I I I'd be lying if I said that. I think I want us to look competent as a football team and look competitive, and give us something to look forward to going into the all season and next season. But I, at this point, I'm not interested in trying to win three out of the next five games and drop back into the, into the draft. That that's just I'm I'm not because this is going to be another season where Ron Rivera is, is going to finish below 500. Right. And I'm not interested in, in messing up our draft position at this point in the time. Right. Um, 
And, and for those that don't know, as at this time of, the, of this recording before the Miami game, we are sitting at number five. Uh, if the draft were established as of as of today's uh, record, we would be sitting at number five. Um, I, I think that for, for me, watching Ron Rivera take over, um, I'm, I'm hoping that there's less confusion. Uh, and, and we noticed the confusion in the secondary. That's where it, where it kind of stands out and is a glaring hole. You know, I think if you, if, if you miss an assignment or, or miss from a tackle and defensive end that they're doing some kind of stunt and one of them doesn't stunt, you don't notice it as much, right? But something in this in the secondary where somebody's supposed to hand off somebody else or somebody's playing a zone or they think that they've got safety help when they really don't, you know, that gets exposed big time compared we, to we saw it in the Dallas game. Right, right. right. But right. but if you miss us, but if but if a, a linebacker in a uh defensive tackle missed their stunt, right? I'm supposed to go to the left, but I accidentally went to the right. And I run into them. Nobody even notices it. You just say, "Oh, they, they, they." It was good block, and they stopped us, right? Right. Um, so I, I think across the board, I'm, I'm hoping that there's more consistently. Hey, if if the players get get beat, they get beat. I don't like it, but what I hate is when there's a, a wide receiver, um, especially this week with Tyreek Hill coming up. I, I don't want to see a receiver and then have a defensive back or safety not even five yards within. Within right. uh, within that, um, well, well, the good news is Ron has already mentioned um, in I think his presser, one of the pressers he's had thus far with the media, and they asked him what's going to be different. And one of the things he discussed was he's going to strip it down a little bit and kind of simplify. Right. I think he's going to kind of maybe cut back on some some of the basics. I mean, get back to some of the basics, right? And try to do some things. He talked about you know some pressure, being able to get a little bit more pressure manufacture some pressure one of those things that jack was not seem seemingly wasn't willing to do jack was content with trying to get pressure with the front four and allowing the back end of the defense to to lock it down and allow your front four to get the pressure ron talked about getting a little bit of pressure and he talked about maybe just having guys line up and just kind of take your man which hopefully would eliminate some of the confusion that you're referring to is about handing off and communicating with your safeties and the other, your linebackers right. and corners. Right. Um, but, you know, I listened to some of the other beat reporters and some people that are around the team quite often. And they talked about, you know, it, it, it's always interesting that when a change happened in the organization, then we seem to hear things from beat reporters that they, were kind of sitting on, didn't want to say, but then when something right. happened, you're like, it, you know, just like when Chase Young got traded, for example, then all of a sudden we started to hear some things that these people had been hearing or hadn't known about when he was here, but they chose not to report on it. And and right. they're, they're in their right to do that for whatever the reasons may be. So one of the things that has come out is that a lot of the players talked about the complexity of Jack's, Jack Rio's system. And so it seemed to 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 be a reason behind a lot of the blown coverages that we have seen over the years since he's been here and that there's a lot of communication that needs to take place and sometimes I guess they're unable to communicate or when you throw in a bunch of young players 
right. trying to learn the NFL and at the same time trying to learn a complex defense, you get these communication breakdowns. So, again, Ron talked about being able to strip it down a little bit and make it make it a little bit simple. The problem is, as you pointed out, he's trying to do that against <laughs> the Miami Dolphins, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's going to have his hand full, man. Um, I, I tell you what. It is going to be tough. It's going to be a tough challenge. I, I will say that. Yeah, yeah, and we we can get to that in a minute. I, I, um, and, and with the and I, I kind of want to piggyback on the Ron Rivera and, and Jack Del Rio and everything happened on the defense. Um, we talked about it a little bit before we started on this on this uh, podcast, and I don't want to get into depth. I just want to get your, you know, ten second, fifteen second opinion. Um, because we've, we've struggled on offense, right? Uh, there, there's been growing pains with Sam Howell. Uh, there, there was growing pains with the offensive line. I think they're better now than they were at the beginning of the season. Still not not a good offensive line by any means, but they're better. Um, they've you know, kind of, you know, they it just hasn't been a let everybody run, run free. Um but I've heard some chatter that some people like comment that there's really no difference between a Scott Turner offense and an Eric Bieniemy offense. Um, <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. Uh, I I think some people need to go watch some tape of last year's van- generic vanilla offense. Uh, what's your two cents on that? Uh, again, I, I don't want to go into depth, but it, it, is that a fair comparison? comparing a scott turner offense with eric Bieniemy offense if you can if you're not watching on youtube that's a big sigh for me and i wish you could see the look on my face but come on man um i don't even i don't even know how to dignify this with a response man there, there's there's a huge difference between eric Bieniemy's offense and um uh, scott turner you know we i know we 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 may have some issues with some aspects of Eric Bieniemy's offense and his play calling style and the way he chooses to do some things, but there is a huge difference in this offense, man. Some of the creativity, just some of the plays. I mean, I mean, just, c- case in point, right? Just just on the fourth downs that we do, there seems to be a variety of plays. He may not always call the right one on the fourth down, but there's different play. We see different plays on fourth down that they're attempting. We see some creative ways that they've been able to get the ball in the hands of some of our playmakers, whether that's the running backs or or our three wide receivers or the tight end. So it, right. it, it this yeah, that it's not even even an argument, man. It, yeah, it is I, a better offense. The result the results I understand from a win loss perspective isn't showing up, but the offense is different, and it is a big difference. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent there. Um, that doesn't mean that Eric Bieniemy isn't without criticism. Correct. Right? I, I, Correct. I think he has made some mistakes. There's been questionable plays that are uh, called plays at particular times. Um, but overall, uh, this is a much better offense, much more dynamic offense. Um, and, and sometimes you know, sometimes. Uh, you just there's not blocking for it. Sometimes uh, receivers drop the ball, uh, especially the first half of the year. Man, there was a lot of lot of drops. Um, 
and you know that that kills a, a drive when you have have those things happen. Um, that's not on Eric Bieniemy. You know, he he isn't out there catching catching the balls. Um, but I just wanted to run that by you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we talked about it. Uh, you know that Ron Rivera is going to have his hands full calling a defense against the eight and three Miami Dolphins. Uh, they are number two, the number two scoring offense and number one yards per play. Um, and to me, that, that revolves around one player, uh, probably the, one of the top three, what I would call difference makers in the NFL. Um, it's easy to always say a quarterback, right? It's easy to pick the Mahomes. Um, but if you're picking a, if you're not picking a quarterback as a difference maker, um, you better be picking Tyreek Hill. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah don't do like I did. I could have got him uh, in in the uh, fantasy draft, but I ended <laughs> up picking fourth, and I went running back. So don't don't uh, be like me. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't 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 be like this guy. Yeah. If you if you're having a chance to get a get a difference maker and a playmaker like you're talking about outside of Pat Mahomes, you yeah. Tyree Hill might be that guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I gotta, I gotta believe, man. He, <laughs> I gotta believe their offense as they're watching film and game planning have to be thinking, man, this is gonna be something. I mean, if if the damn Dallas Cowboys can pre-plan a turkey leg because they knew they was gonna be beating us and get ahead. I can't imagine what the Miami Dolphins are trying to trying to do. Yeah, and 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 number one, number two right now is uh, Dallas and Miami. Uh, the funny thing is, is I, I mentioned it with Dallas, and I comment it with comment on it with uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami is, is beating the bad teams. Right, they've had three losses. Their three losses are the Bills, the I believe is Philadelphia, and either San Francisco or Kansas City. Okay, um, so they're they're losing to the good teams. Um, I think one or two of them they lost bad, uh, but the teams that that are very mediocre. They're licking their chops and, and and taking care of it, uh, and and no team has, has I don't think any team has given up bigger broken down passing plays than than Washington has. So it's a it's a bad bad mix uh, as we go into this. We, we'll see how the, the results are. Well, um, unless unless Ron's you know simplifies the defense and they right they they play different and there's a potential for uh Washington to show something different that's not on tape that Miami has not seen. I don't think it'll make a huge difference, but it could surprise Miami a little bit. But but I will say that Miami is probably less worried about what Washington is going to do defensively and they're probably worried about Washington stopping what they're going to do. They they're not worried about our defense. Cor- correct, correct. I mean, we, they have a they have an excellent defense. I'm sorry. They have an excellent offense against any defense. Yep. Right, yeah. and you have to stop them. They're not worried about about stopping you. Yeah, yeah. They um, I, I, with with that, their defense is very mediocre. 
right? They've got this dynamic offense that's that's putting out a lot of putting out a lot of points. They get ahead in a lot of games, and normally for a lot of defenses, um, I'll use the Cowboys as, as an example. When you when you get ahead and you start, uh, you because you're ahead and your offense is scoring a lot, you dictate what the other team's offense is going to do, which makes it easier for your defense to defend. Right? If I know what you're going to do um, because of your situation, it makes it easier for me to stop that. But with that being said, that's that's kind of the position that Miami has been in, where they've got the number twenty two ranked defense. Um, as far as points given up and they've only played 11 games where a lot of teams, you know, uh, have played 12 games up to this point. So, um, they can, they can be scored on. It's just a matter of, you know, can you score as much as, as they can? Um, uh, you know, but, but time will, time will tell on that. Um, <laughs> look, man, look, I, we're doing this podcast cause this is what we do, right? We right. talk, we talk commanders football we put out our pre and post and listen listen man there are a few teams that we place that we were to face this year that um yeah you look at you look at the game and you're going could be this could be bad this could be a bad one and based on where we are at this point in the season because you know i would be honest when we first started uh, early in the season, and we had the Miami Dolphins on the schedule. I, I put it as a loss, right? But it, but it was just just a loss, right? Now twelve games into the season, it's still a loss, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit different, man. Now that we know what we look like and we know what they look like, so well, I, I, yeah, I'll say uh, we're. we're at the moment, we are a nine and a half point underdog, right? In the NFL, that's a that's a significant amount. When, once you can start getting over a, a touchdown by NFL standards, that's a that's a pretty big margin. Uh, we were eleven points against the Cowboys, and nine and a half against. Uh, that's shocking, uh, Miami Dolphins. That's shocking that the spread is lower against Miami than it is the Dallas. Yeah, I I don't know what that is. Home game versus away game versus I don't know. I don't know. Um, wow. and, and like wow. I said, they're they're both big. You're, you're talking point and a half difference. Um, yeah, but so but, but if the Miami Dolphins was playing the Cowboys, I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins. I am too. I I don't disagree. So don't so, disagree so just so just from that sheer just the sheer fact that I would take Miami to win that game. It's just interesting that Vegas has to spread at, at at nine, nine and a half, whatever you said. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hey, look, you still got to play the game, and right. uh, but but that's very interesting to me. But it is what it is, man. It yeah, is what it yeah. Is. Um, I, I'll still be there. I'm still gonna watch. Um, are you gonna be there? You'll be there Sunday. Hell yeah! All right. I I I, I just did. I didn't know if uh, man, you stop. know. If Stop. if I if somebody was going to be taking your chair, take, taking your seat, I, you know, I hold it for you. If I get there first, it, it, it's always yours, right? We Man. we have designated table, designated that you know, like like in school, we have assigned seats. Um, it's ridiculous. And, and I, what what made you think I wasn't going to be there? 
I don't know. I don't. I you know. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not claiming you are, but at, at the bar, you know, game one there was a hundred people. Game two there was a hundred people. Game three there was a hundred people. Game four, you know, it, it, it's dropped about ten people every game uh, since then. I don't expect there to be a lot of people at yeah. our at our bar watching this game. I'm just gonna no. say that right now. Uh, no, normally, our, normally the people at our table, for those that don't know, uh, we've we've got a a regular crew of a. I guess we can seat eight, but we've got a regular crew of five, six, seven, eight. No, we got no. six. We got six um, that are regularly there, and we got a couple seats where people pop in here and there for for guest appearances. Uh, the table was full at the beginning of the year, and. Some people just they give up on the team. Uh, that's that's not you and I. No, nah, that's not you nah, and I, right? I'll, I'll be there Sunday. Yeah, and, and we'll all be griping of what we need to do, what we should have done, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, we'll hear from the other people at, at the neighboring tables, the people at our table. Um, yeah, listen. <laughs> and, and and we go round and round, and that, and that's that's part yeah. of what we go there for, right? We, 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 we go there. And debating we, and, and bickering and laughing and, you know, all the above. We go for the camaraderie and the friendship. That's for sure. Because I'll tell you, man, this, brother, this game is going to be ugly. This game will be over by halftime. Oh, wow. So, so, I mean, against the Cowboys, uh, what was the score? Was it 20 to 10? 20 to 10 at halftime? You're telling me it's going to be worse than that? Yep. Ooh, this game is going to be over. By wow. halftime. I mean, you could say that 20. I didn't think necessarily that Washington was going to come back at halftime against Dallas, but I thought that they could make it interesting. And I mean, neither team scored in the third quarter. Um, when we Washington, Washington got close and we had had some turnovers, unfortunately, but. Yeah, at one point I was like, "Ooh, we, if we get down here, we're, we're driving the ball and moving the ball. Like, man, if we get down here and score a touchdown, I'm not going to say we're going to win, but the game's interesting, and that's what I want. You know, when it gets five five minutes left in the game, I want it to be interesting. Um, I, I knew the game was over on Thanksgiving when just watching the way we we were offensively, which was was not good, right? And then the Cowboys score. We basically went, I think, three and out, gave them the ball back, and they went down the field and scored. And then knowing they would get the get the ball after halftime, right. I knew we was gonna lose. I knew at that point I knew we was gonna lose the game because the defense couldn't hold these guys for I think fifty seconds. But but they but they did for, and, and I don't disagree. I don't I don't disagree. That was upsetting. I was texting you about that. Well, well, well given how it unfolded, is one thing. I'm not questioning how it unfolded. I'm just saying right. at that point I knew we were not gonna win this game. I was convinced at that point. And I, I, and yeah, I saw somebody just real quick make a quick joke here. <laughs> I saw somebody commented that at halftime that the uh the Cowboys pulled out one of their chili from their last Super Bowl. <laughs> so that was a cheerleader from their last Super Bowl that was performing at halftime. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That that was that was uh, for for those that don't care. That was that was Dolly Parton. Uh, Ooh, last man. time they won the Super Bowl, uh, she, she was a cheerleader on on the sidelines. That's how oh, long ago. Man, and let me tell you, 
I was there watching it live, brother, and that was, yeah. bro, that was hard to watch. Yeah, I was like they to get they somebody to get this grandma off the stage, man. This this was this was bad, man. Like, why they do this, man? You're talking bad about about the the, the classic Dolly Parton, man. Oh, man, look, I don't care. At some point, you need to sit down, dog. <laughs> she didn't. She don't need the money. She just hey, she just came out with a new album. I, I know oh. you're getting ready. To, I, I know you're getting ready to to, to no, download that. Aren't I you? Ain't, I didn't even know she had an album. Man, it's not gonna be on your rotation on Spotify. Her family should be shaming themselves, man. You can't have grandma. Come on, man. She couldn't even stand up. She was holding on to the damn star. <laughs> I was like, and let me tell you, tell me, Reg. It it did not look any better watching it in person. Watching it, I I swear I thought this woman was gonna fall. I'm like, I'm sitting here about to watch this woman fall on national TV. I saw I saw some people on social media that were happy and excited. The Dolly Parton was there at halftime, and I thought, "You got, you got to be kidding me! This is this isn't 1984." I'm gonna do you right? one better. I'm gonna do you <laughs> one better. You talk about people on social media was happy. The damn people in the stadium. Oh yeah, no, oh, nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody moved. We're talking, we're talking Texas, and we're talking the queen of country. Man, nobody moved at halftime. I was like. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, this is time for me to go to the bathroom. Exactly. No, you don't go to the bathroom at halftime. <laughs> right, right, this is right. time for me to get him go to the bathroom. I was like, what in the world oh, is going man. on? Man. Grand, grand, grandma was, was out there in her cheerleader oh, outfit, man. Oh, oh, good <laughs> grief, man. And I don't know what they showed on TV. Yeah. You know, because I was there live. And so the video board, you know, at the AT&T Stadium mm -hmm. was focused on her for people could see inside this arena. And whenever she would turn and start walking, <laughs> oh, my God, that damn outfit was not, bro. It no. was, oh, my. I don't know if they showed full full dolly on the TV, yeah. but in the stadium, man, I'm, <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was terrible, man. Well, that, that full, damn. So, you, so you got to see full dolly on the big screen, huh? With some a damn Daisy, Daisy Dukes on, and they were a little bit longer Daisy Dukes, <laughs> and then she, and then she was wearing uh she had like that skin tone color yeah uh, yeah yeah, uh, yeah thing I'm like you know you know what hey, that's hiding hey, hey, it, it, it could it could have been worse it, it could have not had that <laughs> like like come on man like who whose idea was this whose idea was this queen, man queen come on country, man the queen family, of the country no man her family and jerry ate it up man jerry i mean that, that's jerry's genre right that, that's his age group he probably thought she was hot but look uh, i'm sure he did here's the thing i don't blame jerry he, he, I'm might, blame. he, he might have another illegitimate child with her you know another lawsuit you know, you know, another another lawsuit for jerry jones jerry you know, sexual sexual harass dolly Parton at halftime yeah, he's done he's done it to a bunch of other ones he might as well do it to dolly too but look man i don't blame jerry i'm gonna blame dolly's family they should have been like grandma this, no this is it you this is it no we're not gonna do you like this we appreciate everything you've done for us and we're not gonna let you go out like this going out there and get us some more inheritance grandma all right, I'm 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 done. I'm done roasted, Dolly. Dolly, <laughs> I'm like this is terrible, man. Oh man, oh, I'm not man. even a country music kind of guy, which is fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I it, a lot of time the halftime act on Thanksgiving is country music because that's what Jerry does. And I was like, all right, I ain't seen Dolly Parton for like thirty years personally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
she rolled out there and i was like <laughs> 77 year old dolly parton and, and 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 you said you were I, I got a feeling it was like a train wreck though you didn't you didn't leave you you sat there and you watched the whole thing didn't you reg the whole what dolly yeah you damn right i watched it but i'm gonna tell you why i was watching it because i knew i was waiting for something to happen i wanted to be like i saw it live <laughs> like this lady is like a hip live man i want to be like i saw it i was there when it happened <laughs> you, i know what you were waiting for you were waiting for another uh janet jackson uh <laughs> wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, wardrobe malfunction. You wait for Justin Timberlake to come out there on Dolly Parton, man. And, and let me wrong, be and you? let me be That's clear. Wrong. Let me be clear. I was not hoping anything bad happened to Dolly Parton. Okay. I did not hope anything. Uh, but the what I was watching, I was like, this is bound to go wrong. Something's yeah, bound yeah. to go wrong here. And I want to make sure I was watching. Uh well, you know, Reg, I I, I think I, I got a song that kind of it, it sounds like Dolly Parton could have almost sang this song. Uh, I think it's that time of the podcast where we yeah. just got to get to it. Let's get and to let, it, man. Let's just imagine Dolly Parton singing this song, all right? <laughs> Put a little country twang on that. She she broke a hip singing that <laughs> at, at halftime. <laughs> Ooh, man, it was bad. Uh, man. Oh, man. All right, I'm done. I'm done roasting Dolly Parton. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh but it, but it's the time we have our confidence level, right? We I think anybody that's listening to this podcast doesn't expect our number to be very high on this. Um but I'm going to go ahead and go first on this, Reg. Um right. go ahead, I, man. I don't think we're going to win this game, right? Let me let me put be that fair out first. That. Um but I I think for us to be competitive in this game even if we lose at the end. Um, one of the things that we've done the last few weeks that have done poorly on is turnovers, right? Uh, we're giving up way too many turnovers, easy turnovers, uh, ridiculous, you know, uh, turnovers. Um, and I think for, for a change, I'd like to see us hopefully win the turnover battle. Offensively, let's not turn the ball over a second, a single time. Defensively, if we can get you know one fumble, one interception, um, that would give us a chance. It might give us a short field. It might stop their drive, um, and turn turnover. Uh, you'd be surprised how many times a team that wins the turnovers wins the game. Um, that's a lot to ask for. Uh, and and then also, I think because they're so explosive, Washington has done a, better the last couple of weeks running the ball even though it's not the, the game plan behind it doesn't seem to be, hasn't been as smooth, um, but we have been able to run the ball and, and move the ball effectively on the ground. Uh, so if we can control the game and kind of shorten the game, uh, this isn't a, a somewhere where we got to run the ball 40 times or, or anything ridiculous like we did uh, a year ago or so against um, Philadelphia. But we need to we need to control the game offensively from from a running perspective. Uh, again, short shorten the game, shorten the clock. Uh, we do that and some some turnovers, and who knows? Maybe in in the fourth quarter it'll be competitive. Um, with it being competitive, doesn't mean that we're going to win the game, but it give gives some excitement for the fans. Um, with that, 
I think I'm going to end up repeating the same as last week. Uh, my confidence level is at a two. Um, for us to win the game, it's going to it's going to take basically what I what I was talking about, right? It's not one or two turnovers. It's going to take three or four turnovers, um, and and one of them maybe being a pick six or a really short field a couple times where they're almost giving us points. Um, and, and, and one more thing I want to add is you're playing against Miami. You you, you can't settle on field goals. You got to get touchdowns. When you get down there, especially when you get down into the red zone, you get the 30-yard line and in. If you're going to compete against them, you got to score touchdowns against these high offensive teams. Um, and, and, and this would be a, an example where, because I know where they are uh, and how many points they're going to put up, I might even push it a little bit on, on fourth down and, instead of kicking a field goal, uh, fourth and two at the 30-yard line. I might just go ahead and, uh, go for it um, in, the, in the right time. But at the end of the day, I think we lose the game. Uh, and my confidence level, unfortunately, is, is, a, is a low two. And, and that might be high. That might be high compared to some people uh, this week against Miami. You can't listen. <clears throat> go ahead. Brother, you did, you did a good job of talking about how we could potentially win this game. You spend a lot of time talking about that. I talk about com competing, <laughs> uh, competing in the game. Could we win it? Yeah, we well, could. You, well, you say competing and, 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 you know, potentially, you know, if we do X, Y, Z, listen, man, I, I didn't, I didn't write any notes down for this segment because it's easy and simple for me. We will not win this game. Okay. So this segment is about my confidence and based on <laughs> who we're playing, the way that team looks, the creativity of their offense, the way their coach does things. He's very much it's, it's funny how he came from that Shanahan coaching tree. And man, his what he's doing in Miami is he's catering his style and his offense to his team, just like Kyle Shanahan is doing in San Francisco. He's catering the system. But this is one where on paper. If you had told me we were 14 points underdog to this Miami Dolphin team, it would not have shocked me one bit. Right. I don't think we stand a chance in this game. Um, this is probably – I think this is historic. It's probably the first time I'm going to say go into this segment and go into the week knowing that we would absolutely not win. This is not – I'm like maybe we might if we can pull this off. My confidence is zero. It's the lowest numbers I've ever given in this segment. We we will not win this game. I think they're going to run off run us off the field. Wow, Reggie Reggie's going to Vegas and uh, putting his next paycheck on the Miami <laughs> Dolphins and, and giving up nine nine and a half points. No, 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 no. If I I'm not a gambler, but if I was, I I would bet straight up. I don't bet against the spread. I'm not I'm not good enough to do that. Nobody but, nobody's betting straight up on, on this game. Well, I understand, which is why I don't gamble. Because yeah, the yeah. whole spread thing, you like Washington. I could bet on Washington, for example. They lose the game, but I still win money. So it's like yeah. that whole that whole Vegas thing. So I don't get into that. I'm I don't I don't I'm not a gambling guy. But from a at the end of the day, what counts and wins and losses in the standings, Miami wins this game. I think going away. And as I said earlier, I think the game will probably be over by halftime. I, I give us no shot in this game. Yeah, I. I... I'm, I'm I mean, I mean, they have Tool. Yeah. They got Waddle. They got Tyreek Hill. 
on defense, they got Xavier Howard. They got uh, Christian Wilkinson. They got Jalen. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, they got enough guys to, to even, I mean, I understand the statistics you gave on their defense, man, but even their defense, they got guys at almost every position that, that can compete with our guys. I, I just don't think we stand a chance in this game, which is why I'm shocked that the spread is only nine points. Yeah, it, it's an uphill battle without a doubt. Um, I don't know necessarily that we're going to get blown out as early as as what you what you're predicting. Um, early, early in the season, we we were right. We were give, defense was giving up a lot of points. Then we were fighting to try and come back. Uh, a couple times we did, but there, you know, as as the season got on, uh, you get to those leads and you just can't do anything with it. Right. Um, and it, it could be. I'm I'm hopeful that uh, that we compete. Uh, you know, at least, like I said, going into the fourth quarter, hopefully the last, you know, five or seven minutes. Um, and, and maybe we're down by 10 points, you know, maybe we're down by you know, two scores, but we think, man, if we can, if we can just get this touchdown and, and, and stop, maybe, you know, we'll have a, an extra, whatever minute or two to, to do it. I, that's what I want. I don't know I'm, that it'll happen, but I'm showing up on Sunday to hang out with my folks, man. <laughs> I'm showing, I'm showing up to hang out with you guys, man. That's that's what I'll be there on, on Sunday doing. I already know. Are, are, are you gonna Are you gonna be drinking, Reg, on on this one? Because it's not gonna be a celebratory. This might be a you know kind of easing the pain. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. All right, all right. I just didn't know. It's too, didn't too know cold to be. Expect. It's too right, cold yeah. to be drinking. <laughs> hey, Uber Uber has heat. All right, don't started, drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen. Uber, Uber has heat. It's getting cold out here, man. So it's too cold to be drinking. Yeah, well, I I've got heated seats. I I'll give you a ride home. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take care of my main man, Reggie. Oh, but man. Uh, but you know, th th these are combined. That's our lowest score. I you know me with a two and you with a with a zero. zero. That's, I got that's zero that's all time zero confidence that we win this game. That is the all time lowest first uh, first time in the history of our podcast i've given a zero by the way yeah yeah uh, well two, two was the lowest when i gave it last week and i give it this week and i mean based off of last week i, I should probably be giving it a one but i'm, I'm going to stick with my two and don't be surprised if you, if you see it again i might have to pull it out again this season <laughs> but <laughs> hey. but uh but anyway uh yeah well i i appreciate it uh if you're at the bar let us know what your number is if you're on twitter uh, hit us up. Let us know wh what you think. Um, we appreciate the, the feedback when we get it. Uh, we, we banter oh, back and forth, uh, whether it's Ron Rivera being the defensive coordinator, uh, whether we're going to beat Miami, um, EB versus Scott Turner, where, whatever you got to, to talk about, we're, we're always open for it. Uh, you know, it's okay to be a little bit of a knucklehead, but man, don't, don't dive off the deep end on, on some kind of ridiculous comment. Cause because uh, if you're on Twitter, Reggie will shut you down real quick, man. He 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 doesn't play on Twitter, man. So damn uh, right, damn right. <laughs> but uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, until next time, we appreciate it. Hey, and shout and sh shout out to Dolly Parton. We love you, Dolly. <laughs> long long live Dolly. See see you next Thanksgiving, Dolly. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out.